You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny, episode 65. I am Brian Kilby. With me is the man, the myth, the legend. It's that John D, the John DeLuna. John, how's it going? Ooh, it's going good. How are you, sir? I'm good. I got that Twitter plug in like immediately. Yeah, right off the bat. At uh, that John D. How, what percent of uh, podcast listeners listen to the end of a podcast? I know it's not 100%. It's like 5%. So at <laughs> that John D everywhere, at B Kilby on Twitter, yeah. and we are at GTS Podcast. Yes. Yes. Uh, click our Amazon links and all that. Yeah. Uh, rigmarole. Hey, you know, we haven't actually told people what we're about to, b- to start mm. things off in a while. Let's so do it. Uh, we're basically your uh, geek perspective on fitness, diet, and exercise. Um, yes. So I have had an issue with my weight for years. I've uh, been fed. I've been fat, mostly fat, and uh, I'm working on. Actually, I just weighed in a couple weeks, uh, about a month ago, at the doctor's, um, and I'm at my heaviest in like 11 years. So I am working on trying to get back down to uh, a better weight for me. And you're like a fitness god, John. Well, at times, maybe uh, a demi- demigod. That's not one of those times now, though. So I'm <clears throat> kind of like Brian. I'm uh, I'm staring 40 in the face. It's, it's a lot closer than 20 at this point in my life. And so I've done um, – uh, I've, I've been, you know, I've, I've had very fit years and very off years. And so I kind of go through the ups and downs. I've done the trendy bro stuff like CrossFit for a couple years and I've done boxing and I've, I've been in, I've been in really pretty tip top shape, I guess, for an amateur, um, here and there, but I've also had, um, my soft years and this is definitely one of them. So, um, I'm getting back in the routine myself, but yeah, Brian and I have had, We've had our highs and lows, and on top of that, Brian, wouldn't you say we probably have what combined sixty years of uh, not sixty years, maybe uh, probably fifty years, at least fifty years of combined Transformers, yeah, and uh, nerdery experience, yeah, it's something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, and we've been friends for a long time, so I'm actually uh, talking about you being a demigod. I'm thinking back to your old MySpace profile. Oh God, when yes. your profile photo was like your back, your naked back. <laughs> Uh, just like the muscles rippling. <laughs> they say they say a man is the worst version of himself in his early and mid twenties. Yeah, and that, that is true. That that was me. God, that was me. I was a terrible person. Yes, the worst version of ourselves was uh, around that time, early mid aughts for sure. Uh, so Brian, anyway, uh, hey, real quick before we get into it, I got a I got a hot uh, item, interesting item, finally. I'm surprised it's taken this long, but finally, you can now get um, a Starbucks credit card. It's a Visa card that pays out Starbucks rewards the more you use it. And uh, my only question is, uh, how did we come this far without a Starbucks gift uh, credit card for some people? But anyway, apparently, uh, that's a thing. Uh, uh, here, here's one like warning with it. If you go into a Starbucks and look at this, uh, rewards visa card, they charge a $49 annual fee. What? What? What card does that anymore? Anyway, if you're a Starbucks fanatic and I know you're out there, um, maybe this is for you. If you're willing to just give them 50 bucks a year, uh, you'll earn rewards uh, based on your purchases, which you can translate into free coffee. Brian, I don't know if I've ever asked you or if I have, I've certainly forgotten. Are you a coffee guy? 
Uh, so I just started making coffee recently with a French press. Mm. Um, not because I'm snooty. I just wanted to, like, I, I drip coffee works okay. And uh, I have a Keurig, but a Keurig makes kind of crummy coffee. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, I don't know, um, I guess enjoy the experience. I don't like coffee. I don't like the taste of it. But it has caffeine, so I drink it. Sure um, does. But typically the coffee that I like, at least as far as caffeine goes, is a little too bitter for me. So I heard that a French press sort of makes a mellower cup, and it sure does. And uh, I actually kind of like making it in a, in a French press. But talking about Starbucks... I spend at most like $15 a year in Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks, I mean, at all, hardly. Mm. It's not my it's not my thing. I honestly, yeah, my, my favorite my favorite coffee that you can get anywhere is like Dunkin mm-hmm. Dunkin Donuts. Ah, that that certainly has a following, that's for sure. I my wife is a coffee person. My wife can be a Starbucks person here and there, but yeah, for me, uh the only time I drink Starbucks is basically if I'm on a business trip with other business that's people. That's 100% it. Uh, the last yeah. time I had it, it was um, it was at work, and there was uh, mm-hmm. across from the office that we were working from. There was a Starbucks uh, across the street, and we would go about every other day. And I think <laughs> I think of this in the six months that I was working there, I yeah. went like three times. There you go, Brian. We talked a little bit off and on the last couple of shows about um, about your diet, and uh, how is that going? Well, okay, so I mentioned that a month ago, and I go see my doctor about once every six weeks uh, just Mm -hmm. to monitor my weight, Mm -hmm. and uh, I went and I weighed in the most that I'd weighed in, and uh, uh, gosh, maybe, I I hate to say uh, 11 or 12 years, because it's not, I know it's not my max weight, but I know that it's the max that it's been since I've been, I've been tracking it, so um, yeah, and we've tried things before, uh, like uh, prescriptions and stuff to curb the appetite. And I've always viewed that as a crutch, and it's never really worked for me. So uh, I decided I'm just going <laughs> to bite the bullet and eat less. So what helps me is if it's regimented, if I can go in and um, basically just have uh, a pattern that I follow, a routine and uh, I just looked over at the stuff that I could try, and I, I just I tried Nutrisystem. So instead of buying like the monthly uh, package, which is like three hundred bucks, I just bought a um, trial kit on Amazon for it was fifty five, and I did that for a week, and I lost between that and the next week when I had cut back and just started eating um, more sensibly, I lost like fifteen pounds. And I've noticed okay. I've noticed that I've started creeping up in more and more calories uh, a day that I'm eating. Now I'm not eating I'm not eating enough to start gaining weight. It's still technically weight loss, but the uh, rapidity, the uh, rate at which I'm losing weight has uh, slowed down. So I went to Walmart of all places, and they actually sell the same kit, and it's like ten bucks cheaper. And hmm. yeah, so uh, I'm going to start that back tomorrow. Cool. What, what I'm actually doing with that is I still have a, a, a few things from the other kit that I bought. And I also bought um, a kit of HMR, a two-day kit, and uh, the HMR diet. And I really didn't fill up to the shakes that it comes with because half of it's shakes, and it's not really my thing. So um, I basically parted out the food from that, parted out my remaining uh, Nutrisystem from the last time, 
uh, took this kit and between some protein bars and uh, just a couple of small meal replacement things I had, I have the next 11 days packaged and parted out in my cupboard where I can just go and uh, basically have my food for the whole day uh, from a brown paper bag. Nice. Yeah. I mean, with the exception, you know, I, I, I'll need to add like some boiled eggs like for breakfast occasionally, or maybe like a roll with dinner. But for sure. the most part, I have my meals planned. So, um, mm-hmm. like I said, so I've been eating, like I said, I've been eating a little more, but I have been tracking what I eat. And I should be mm-hmm. tracking it in the app because, uh, you know, we we're out there on what is it? Not my fitness pal. It's the other one, or is it my fitness pal? It is my. Yeah, I, I'm on my fitness pal and Matt yeah. my run. But it, yeah, it's easier for me just to take a, a sticky note and just write sure. down what I ate and how many calories. I should transcribe that transcribe that over, but man, I haven't been. It's just. It does pester you more when it's in the app. It, it does, you it, know, eat at you a little bit. It does. Um, I, I need to be better about it, but at least I'm tracking it. And sure. uh, I'm making sure that, I mean, at my weight, I could technically probably eat 4,000 calories a day. Uh, but right now I'm sticking, I'm hitting about 2,500. And when I'm doing the Nutrisystem, it's more like 1,800. So yeah. hopefully, in the uh, and I weigh in at the doctor next Wednesday. So I'd like to get a few more pounds down before before I go, just so that he doesn't punch me in the face. He's a big dude. <laughs> that sounds like a no no nonsense guy too. No, he he's not going to punch me in the face. But he, I mentioned before, I love my doctor. He he, yeah. he was a uh, the head of medical uh, med- medical at West Point years ago, back in the sixties. He's an old, he's an old dude. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I I, I don't want to disappoint him. Salty man. Hey, I've got uh, I've got something that. Uh, if you ate it, you probably would lose weight, but uh, I don't think you should eat it. What is that? Uh, he- headline, New York. The state of New York wants to ban Tide Pods because people keep eating them. <laughs> so a bill in New York is looking to ban Tide Pods from production to keep you know, social media clowns from eating them, getting sick in the hopes of going viral. The law, if passed, would force companies to make detergents of just one color, not the multicolored, swirly, kind of cool-looking uh, way Tide Pods are now to make them less appealing to adults and children uh it would also they would also require that each one is individually wrapped in solid colored wrapping with even more warning symbols on them saying please seriously do not eat this um of course even if they uh, banned uh, tide pods brian there will always be stupid challenges uh regarding food and the internet, uh, I will remind you of the cinnamon challenge, the Diet Coke and Mentos challenge, and my favorite, the Milk Gallon challenge, all of which are very much dangerous, hazardous to your health, and at this point will not make you go viral because 10,000 other people have done them. Brian, the Milk Gallon challenge fascinated me. Yeah. When it was, uh, you know, the thing. And there is... There's a couple of brain cells somewhere in my in my head rattling around that are convinced that I could come respectively close to to conquering that challenge. I'm not going to do it because I'm reasonable, but I don't know. A gallon of milk. I've got a big belly and I've got a taste for milk. Uh, I, I, I I could probably do it. Like I remember you, you mentioned a, a man is at his worst when he's in his 20s. Yes, I, I remember I was in a meeting in the office, and at that point, I was a terrible professional. <laughs> I, I I just was not ready to work in a professional environment. Um, 
I, I was in a meeting and I brought with me, God, this is so stupid. I'm, I'm amazed I didn't get fired at some point, but I brought with me a two liter of diet, Dr. Pepper. And just to show the people in the meeting that I could, this is a fortune 50 company. Uh, I just downed straight the, the two liter of diet, Dr. Pepper right in the meeting. Oh, they wow. were they were impressed. I mean, I so yeah. at, at work I do have uh, the reputation for being quirky, and mm-hmm. uh, you know people 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 enjoy uh, that. But that was quirky quirky to the extreme and and <laughs> ob- obnoxious at the same time. So, but a gallon of milk, God, that would make me so sick. Well, you know what? Again, just to hit like again on the twenties thing, like that kind of stuff when you're in your twenties is endearing. If you're 45 and still doing that yeah it might be concerning i've got another headline that uh, that i enjoyed here so we got to pick a side america are we are we in favor of entrepreneurial um, ideas and ventures or are we not because i'm in favor of this some people are crying foul but i say this is america this is uh, the land of the entrepreneur so let freedom ring a Girl Scout has caused controversy for selling 300 <laughs> cookie boxes outside a pot dispenser. That's awesome. That's genius. This girl's a genius, and her parents are genius, I guess. So a Girl Scout cur- skirted her way around some rules to sell a ton of cookies outside a pot dispensary in San Diego. But, uh, you know, some fuddy-duddies are, are, are raising some racket over it. Uh, she hasn't been identified. She's a minor and all that stuff. She kind of uh, kind of hit her identity, I guess, a little bit in, via Instagram and all this jazz. Anyway, she and her dad sold over 300 boxes at the Urban Leaf, a recreational collective in San Diego. The Girl Scouts typically prohibit selling right outside of a business, whatever, unless an appropriate booth permit is signed by the business owner. To sell between February 9th and March 11th. Whatever. Like that happens every time. Uh, this is meant to prevent their troops from getting cited for soliciting cookies. Awesome. Um, I would wear that as a badge of honor. Yeah, me maybe too. Maybe that's a man, maybe that is a merit badge. I got I got arrested for soliciting cookies. Uh, to get around that rule, the scout and her dad simply walked up and down the dispensary's block for a few hours each day during Super Bowl weekend. Folks coming in for their cannabis would then pick up a box or two from the wandering, not stationary, the wandering Girl Scout to cure their uh, their munchies. So technically, this business-savvy business scout, she didn't break rules, according to a, a Girl Scout's spokesperson, but she did fall in a gray area, I suppose. The walking rule, the walking sales rule usually only applies to residential neighborhoods while the Urban Leaf is in a commercial part of San Diego, Brian, I say a round of applause is owed to this girl who she knows the game. She knows her customers. Bravo. She's a genius. She is a genius. Are you a Girl Scout cookie man? Uh, I avoid Girl Scouts when I see them in front of a business. <laughs> I do what I can to not. I mean, it's I, I love Thin Mints. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. God, I love Thin Mints. They're, they're phenomenal. But at the same time, there are people businesses that make thin mints and they sell them and i don't have to deal with girl scouts oh man i i i i usually avoid girl scouts i uh like up until like the last couple years definitely this year like i would avoid them simply because i didn't want to tell them no yeah i mean it's not like it's not like i don't want i don't like kids i don't carry cash and i 
I don't I don't like disappointing them by saying, sorry, kid, I don't carry cash. This is 2018. Yes, of course. Now I was going to say now, uh, at least in in my hood, um, they have their squares and their PayPal (sighs) triangles and they're they're good to go. That would be my undoing then. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they're they're ready to roll now. So. um, So, yeah, I have to avoid like them completely or like once or twice in the season, I will bite the bullet and get some when I'm leaving, leaving Walmart or whatever. But yeah, they take all forms of payment now. So can't, can't say that anymore, Brian, Brian, I uh, do have some uh, small updates uh, when it comes to health and fitness on my end. I have settled into a nice little routine. Um, like I mentioned on some earlier shows, uh, I've got, um, I've got a fitness goal kind of a uh, routine kind of surrounding circulating, uh, Pokemon go, I have a, for all you Pokemon Go-ers out there, I have a Whalmer, which is basically a whale. It's the laziest of Pokemon designs. It's a whale without a tail. And um, it's one of those Pokemon that require 400 candies to evolve, and you get a candy for every kilometer you walk. So do the math. I'm going to be doing a lot of walking and running and jogging with this guy to rack up. I think I still have to go another about 240 kilometers to evolve this guy. And he's a whale. I picked him up while I was uh, in Florida with my family. Now that I'm back in Texas, there ain't no whalers to be found. So, oh, no. so I, well, it, 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 I can't cheat my way to the, to getting candies. Cause you get, you get like, um, you get candies either by like walking with your, your Pokemon or by catching wild Pokemon of the same type or by hatching them from eggs. So there's no other way for me to get Whalmer candies to cheat my way or, or you know, take the shortcut way to 400 um, kilometers and candies uh, to evolve this thing. So he has become my, um, my goal uh, for running. So I have to run uh, three to five miles uh, most nights, most days, and to rack up these uh, these candies. So he kind of represents um, my goal and reason for for running or walking as much as I can. So that has worked out. That's pretty sweet. And then um, I one thing that I haven't conquered yet, and I will let you know, Brian, if when I figure it out, is finding a consistent time to go to the gym. I don't know what happened in my life. Maybe it's just. Um, having a four-year-old and who goes to school and all this stuff is just really like screwed it up or, or my job is more um, requiring more of me right now. But I have a heck of a time trying to find an hour uh, in the day, morning or night to sneak off to the gym. It's tough, but I can duck out into the uh, into the dead of night and run around the neighborhood and get my cardio in a little bit. So anyway, that's, that's on John's ch- – uh, John's list of things to do is try to figure out some kind of good time to go to the gym. That's a tough one. Yeah, for sure. I'm focusing right now more on my diet. And um, <laughs> again, I work on a huge campus. So mm-hmm. uh, I have meetings all across the building and or buildings. So uh, fortunately, at least for the last uh, couple of weeks, I've been able to uh, get my steps in. And uh, so that that's good. Uh, let's see here. A couple of things I wanted to mention. Uh, one, I uh, just want to give a smoker update. So I made, mm. I made more chicken this weekend. I did this in my, uh, big green egg knockoff. And, uh, <laughs> this, this time, um, it, I mean, third it, party egg, third party egg. It came out 
beautifully. Oh my god, it was delicious. I used um, a, a recipe for barbecue sauce that uh, dates back to the 50s that everybody in my hometown, basically every church and church group and uh, community organization uses for their local uh, hmm. chicken cues. Uh, so it was... I, it was phenomenal. So I'm doing it again tomorrow. Uh, I have a problem. Do you have that recipe? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Uh, cool. It's it's not healthy, but uh, that's okay. So you might even want to maybe think about uh, tweeting it or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can do that. And cool. the thing is, it's not healthy, but it burns off because you apply it as you cook it. So uh-huh. I'm I'm not too worried about it. Sweet. Um, but let's see what else. So uh, so speaking of tweeting, uh, I tweeted out. Uh, a link to a recipe this past Saturday uh, to a protein salad that I found. Now, it was good. I made it. I modified the recipe a little bit, uh, made it healthier. I took the mayonnaise out, <laughs> replaced it with Miracle Whip. Um, but Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, the interesting thing wasn't the recipe. It's the app that I got it from. It's called Eat This Much. So we've all seen apps where like uh, my fitness pal where you track your um calorie intake and we've seen uh, d- uh recipe apps that tell you how many calories are in my fitness pal does it i mean or they'll tell you how many calories are in a food mm-hmm. but what eat this much does it's amazing it's brilliant i don't know why somebody didn't do it before you tell it basically you can tell it how much you weigh and how fast you want to lose weight and it'll give you like a daily caloric target, or you can just tell it how many calories you want, and it will generate a list of recipes for you. So tell it, I want eighteen hundred calories across four meals. Amazing. Yeah, it will spit out four meals <laughs> that uh, add up to that many calories. And if you don't like something, you swipe it away, and it replaces it with something else. It's genius. <laughs> uh, so there, that sure is the basic version of it. Uh, basically lets you make and prepare your meals for the day. Uh, there's a pre, actually, apparently there's a pro version as well. If you are like uh, a fitness uh, professional or a diet professional, you can help build um, meal plans for your clients. But the premium subscription, which is $5 a month for an annual subscription or uh, $9 a month, month to month, uh, basically it automates your weekly meal planning. Uh, which is really cool. It also uh, accounts for leftovers. Uh, it does not account for leftovers oh. if you uh, use the free version. Um, it will let you. It'll give you a customizable meal plan template for every day of the week. So you can, if depending on if you have a certain cycle of uh, exercise or something, you can track that. And also, you can do family meal planning with it. Um, it's really, really neat. I am going to. I, I am pretty sure I'm signing up for the pro version. Um, it's, I think this is something I need to do. It is neat. When you send me that link to, <clears throat> to the site with the protein salad and stuff. Yeah. In like two or three seconds, I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. It's genius. I don't know why it hasn't been used, uh, done before. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Maybe it has, and it just didn't get traction, but mm. I love it. I mean, so, and you can submit recipes, so it's not like, I mean, it's, it, I, I don't know what kind of a uh, library of recipes that it, that it has, but I have yet to exhaust the recipe, the recipes that I've seen, um, and the ones that I've tried have been good. So um, I'm really pleased with it. It's eat this much at eatthismuch.com. 
or just look for the app in your app store. I concur. Just go to that uh, app site URL, what have you, and you'll get it like instantly. You'll get and it for sure. And if you don't want to do the free version, it's free. <laughs> yeah. And the free version's cool. I mean, even if you're looking for like recipe ideas based kind of on a general um, calorie goal a day, like like it, I mean, it spits out recipes. Like what, what more do you want for free? Uh, it gives you just ideas on what to do at home. Um, Brian, anything else before I close the show with two McDonald's stories? Ooh, I was going to mention McDonald's. I don't know that if they're the oh, same story. Let's close it out with three. You go first. So McDonald's. It's not a, not necessarily a good story, but we also talk okay. about junk food and stuff occasionally. Yeah, sure. Uh, something that we talked about last year has uh, returned. The Mac Jr. and the Grand Mac are mm. back. Um, so I really wanted a Mac Jr., uh, which is basically a Big Mac with only one patty and not <laughs> that third piece of bread. So I got it. Then at, as I was eating it, I checked the calories. It's like 100 calories less than a Big Mac. I should have just went with a Big Mac. Yeah, which is surprising. Which is yeah, I, 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 I I'm shocked. Um, yes. so I have no idea how many calories the Grand Mac has, but I, I, <laughs> I tried it once. Too much, uh-huh. too much Big Mac for me. So, um, but the Mac <laughs> Junior is great. Uh, yeah, I, I again, it's one of those things where I don't know why they didn't do that before, but whatever. I guess they hit the Big Mac was sacred at some point, but it's not sacred now. So. Okay, so I got two stories uh, on McDonald's, quick ones. One's, one is good, could be good, and the other one is, I guess, bad if you're McDonald's, but entertaining for everyone. So first of all, headline, according to scientists, a chemical in McDonald's fries could cure baldness. So there's quite a few different ingredients in McDonald's, crispy, delicious when hot, disgusting when cold, french fries. According to The Sun, researchers in Japan have been able to mass produce hair follicle germs from polymethanol silozane, which is used to prevent McDonald's cooking oil from foaming. The germs help fuel hair development. And while the current experiment was done on mice, they could potentially... um, be used to, or this uh, this um, uh, polymethyl silozane could potentially be used to grow hair back on bald individuals in the future. This simple method is very robust and promising, Professor Junji Fukuda told The Sun. We hope this technique will improve hair, human hair regenerative therapy to treat hair loss. Man, such as male pattern baldness. Brian, who would have thought that the stuff that keeps the oil from foaming in McDonald's fryers could actually grow hair on the head of men and women all over the world? I'm just amazed that they were able to associate the two. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but uh, it did. And we all may be hairier for it someday. Uh, Yeah, I mean, when you think about everything that there is in the universe, or at least on Earth. Yeah, yes. And – we have yet to test the effects of or the side effects of everything. So uh, who knows what we'll, what we'll discover next. I, you know, that, yeah. That's crazy. Who knows what like uh, what a Wendy's uh, frosty might do for your libido, your life expectancy. Well, I, I, I know what it'll do for that. And it's not, it's not much. <laughs> so speaking of Wendy's and McDonald's and the Super Bowl to close out the, um, 
podcast this week, I did want to uh, read a story about the Super Bowl ad that Wendy's ran that millions, billions, trillions of people saw on Super Bowl Sunday. So Wendy's spent millions of dollars on an all-out attack against McDonald's on Super Bowl Sunday. If you didn't see this, Wendy's took out a total of five different Super Bowl ads against their rival, considering a 30-second ad this year cost $5 million. It's clear that Wendy's is willing to spend big money to throw dirt and shade at McDonald's. Uh, So the story is that McDonald's sells flash frozen beef, whereas Wendy's Ah, serves fresh beef, allowing them to cook uh, meals to order and make them, in theory, juicier. It's a sharp quality angle that Wendy's appears to be hoping to highlight and give them positioning over McDonald's, who is currently killing it in the fast food value menu game after they reintroduced for like the third or fourth time their dollar menu and the Minimax and the Grand Max and all that stuff. So with sales and profits falling short of expectations in the most recent fiscal quarter, Wendy's went for a big move this Super Bowl Sunday. They chose to bring the internet savagery of their Twitter account, which is a great follow. Everybody should be following Wendy's on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, it's a great follow. It is. It is. They are, um, they are savage, indeed. They are the most uncorporate of corporate accounts. It's great. So anyway, they brought that that same kind of vitriol to the big screen, ripping McDonald's for their frozen beef across all five commercials. Their mudslinging was like that of an election campaign. It was just uh, hardcore and mean to the bone, even going as far as calling the golden arches the frozen arches. One of those that aired, entitled Iceberg, uh, highlights... Um, McDonald's warm, limpy lettuce. Interesting. Man, they went all over the place. So with the relentless assault launched against them, McDonald's may try to fire shots back at Wendy's. That will be interesting um, because it's always harder for the guys on top to shoot down to the guys below than it is number two to take aim at number one. So, Brian, I I would say, I would recommend to everybody, one, follow Wendy's. Two, Two, go to YouTube and watch uh, Wendy's Super Bowl commercials. They are a treat. I only caught one, but um, I have late breaking news here. Oh yes, here please. at the end of the show, uh, I just found this story. It just came, popped up today. This is from Seeker.com. dot okay. NASA funded a research project at Penn State University uh, for uh, basically research into alternative food sources for astronauts in the future. Ooh, nice. Okay. Penn State researchers have developed a method for breaking down human waste and turning it into a Nutella-like spread that you could that an astronaut could smear on a cracker or piece of bread and eat. So sorry. If you want to be an astronaut, keep that in mind. Don't they have ways of like processing urine and other things like that? Urine doesn't bother me. Yes, they uh, can process urine back into drinkable water. Yeah, I I can I. I would live with that. Um, This, though, goes beyond what is I consider acceptable. Why can't they just like send more of that chalky space ice cream? Yes. In in the rocket. Just like just make the closet bigger. Send more of that disgusting clay ice cream stuff. I'd take that over processed poop. Yeah. Horrendous, Brian. Yeah, I mean, and 
the question is, how many times can you recycle it? Yeah. Like after, after uh, in year 10, after like it's been like recycled a thousand times. That's a good question. And is it more efficient to go through the process of recycling and wasting the energy to do that than it is just to pack more food and, you know, and thinking about it depends on how you're traveling. But if the uh, waste was ejected from the uh, direction from which uh, the object is accelerating, you could use the poop to accelerate the spacecraft. Correct. Yeah, every and, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And can we stop concentrating on figuring out how to eat our own poop and kind <laughs> of re- redirect that on inventing an actual warp drive? Yeah. How about that? There you go. Let's just go faster in space. There you go. For sure. Brian, so for the 5% that hung on for the uh, the rest of the podcast, remind everybody where they can find you. Uh, I am on Twitter as at B Kilby. I am also on Instagram at Brian Kilby. And I actually use Instagram quite a bit now. I feel like I've joined the 21st century. Oh, man. You're so trendy. You're you're in with the kids. Uh, you can find me, guys, at at that John D everywhere. So I think uh, – I don't know about Facebook. You can try it, yes. But, uh, uh, tw- I'll check. <laughs> Twitter. I mean if you, if, you, if you search on Facebook for John DeLuna, you're going to get like 50 guys. You'll probably figure out who is me. I'm standing with the Ninja Turtles at a random do you, trade show. Do you want people? You, actually, it's, that John D doesn't go to anybody. You could claim it. Uh, do you actually <laughs> oh. want? Do you want people that you don't know friending you on Facebook? I accept all friend requests unless I can tell your family that I scrutinize those. But if you have a picture of like a Star Wars action figure or a transformer uh-huh. in your yeah. profile pic, yeah. I always yeah. accept it. Oh, you're in. You're in with Brian. No, you guys can uh, do friend requests on uh, Facebook. I'm going to tell you guys now. I'm almost never on Facebook, so don't no, take it personally. No, no, you're not. If I if I don't accept it until like you know 2022, I, it's I, not you. It's I, me. I keep up with what your daughter's doing through your wife, not yeah, not see, through you. I keep up with what my daughter's doing through Facebook. Uh, that's that's my main reason for being on Facebook. What's my daughter up to? So while I'm at work. So anyway, uh, that John D everywhere, Twitter, um, PSN, my fitness pal, Matt Myron, all that good stuff. Hey, too. Also, guys, like we mentioned at the earlier in the show, just click our Amazon link. Why don't you at tfradio.net or go to tfradio.net slash Amazon. And that supports the show without you spending anything uh, more than what you normally do on Amazon. And while you're at tfradio.net, check out all the other shows. Brian, anything else for this week's Get the Skinny? That's it. See you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been Get the Skinny. 